Hey, whatever. You are now tuned in to the Growing Gardenias podcast, a podcast created to bring you insight on mental wellness and self-help. Always remember you are still growing and still learning daily and you are lovely. Subscribe for weekly gems. Gardenia blessings to each of you. I'm your host, Niara Jasmine, and this is episode 48, Superwoman Syndrome. Hi, my gems. Welcome back to another episode of the Growing Gardenias podcast. Today's episode was actually going to be something completely different for this week, but last minute I decided to change it based on this article that I read and like people's opinions that I got from my personal Instagram that I posted. So I wanted to talk about it and how it's related to superwoman syndrome. So the article I read was called Girlhood Interrupted the Erasure of Black Girls' Childhood. So this study found that adults who were predominantly white viewed black girls as collectively more adult than white girls. They also believed that black girls knew more about adult topics than white girls. They also felt that black girls needed less protecting and less nurturing compared to white girls and that black girls are more likely to be viewed as behaving or seeming older than their age and more likely to take on like adult roles and responsibilities. And this started as early as age five. So basically like they thought these things about black girls as early as five years old, which is ridiculous. So originally this made me think about how this idea is associated with childhood sexual abuse, but that's a different conversation. Like, I feel like this is very complex and we honestly could have so many different conversations. Cause when I posted this on Instagram, a bunch of people um, responded with like different perspectives that I didn't even think of. So like, this is super complex, but this also just made me think about how this narrative that we black women or black girls behave and seem older than our age and that we're more likely to take on adult roles and responsibilities as children and how this follows us into adulthood. So hence superwoman syndrome, which I personally believe is a trauma response, but we can talk about that later. Anywho, so like I noticed from a young age, certain things are expected of us. And when I'm saying us throughout this episode, I'm talking about black women and or black girls. But yeah, we have certain expectations. Like, for example, I noticed, especially in Caribbean families, like the oldest daughter usually has to take care of all her siblings, which is partially because, in my opinion, many of us, including myself, were raised in survival mode, which is understandable, but that doesn't make it okay. Me in particular, I'm an only child, but I distinctly remember growing up constantly being told not to depend on anyone, be independent, be strong. Like that's how I was raised. And I remember growing up, I did not trust people to do things for me. I didn't ask anybody for help. I never wanted to ask for help because it was instilled in me not to. And it was only as an adult, like now I'm realizing, okay, it's okay to ask for help and full transparency I still don't be asking people for help. Like, I will literally be suffering and I still will not ask for help, which is like, are you well in the head? Clearly I'm not, but I'm working on that because it is important to be able to ask for help and not be overly independent, which is another trauma response that we will talk about in another episode. 
But I'm in the process of teaching myself this. And I just feel like all of this ties back into superwoman syndrome. And I know I'm not the only woman who has experienced this or, you know, is currently experiencing this. And sidebar, just a disclaimer, superwoman syndrome can apply to women who are not black as well, um, like other women of color, white women, whoever. But for this episode, I'm just specifically focusing on black women. So what is superwoman syndrome? Superwoman syndrome is the idea that you always have to handle everything yourself and you always have to be strong And you also handle multiple things at one time without ever giving yourself a break. And I feel like a lot of black women in particular experience this where we feel like we have the world on our shoulders because let's be real, we high key do. And this definitely stems from our upbringing. Like, let's be real. If you have been told a certain thing and a certain way to live and a certain way to think for 20 something, 30 something years, that's what you know. And also that's what you're going to want to do because that's what's safe for you. And it was just so funny that I stumbled across that article because it just got me thinking about all of this. But that article was talking about specifically white adults, but I do feel like black adults and people of color also think this way about um, black girls. And it's our own family members, our own parents who are enforcing these beliefs about us that, you know, from a young age, we have certain knowledge compared to other kids our age or other girls our age. And it's like, we don't. And I feel like black girls in particular don't really get the chance to be children. And this is definitely a generational thing. I do think my generation is starting to be aware of the cycles of trauma that we are not planning on continuing with our own children. So that's great. But like, for example, my mom started cooking when she was like eight years old. Like they had her cooking for a household of people, an eight year old. And it's just like, what? Oh, and um, disclaimer, if you don't know this, my family's Haitian. I'm Haitian American. My mom is from Haiti. Um, and so are my grandmother and my other family members. And when she told me that, I was like, damn, eight years old. Like, you probably didn't even know how to wipe your ass at eight years old. But yet they had you, you know, cooking full meals for people. And it's just experiences like that in childhood that kind of follow us into adulthood because like we grow up with certain beliefs that certain things are our responsibility and that we have to handle certain things and that we're in charge of certain things and that we're responsible for certain things. And that just continues on in adulthood where we navigate our lives in like the same, oh, I can handle everything. I can do everything. I'm strong in that same type of way. Now, don't get me wrong. That mindset is not completely terrible to have because, you know, you do want to have some sort of independence. You do want to be able to take care of yourself and just not have to depend on people to do things for you yes of course but it becomes a problem when it starts to affect your mental health where like you're literally suffering but because you can't ask someone for help or because you can't share the load with someone you're suffering and you are crumbling and you still even while you're crumbling feel the need to have to be on top of everything that's when it becomes problematic And I don't know about y'all, but when I'm in this full on superwoman mode and I know I can't handle it, it's like then I become like freaking depressed because I'm like, oh, I should be able to handle this. I've been able to handle harder things in life. I've been able to do X, Y, Z. I've been able to do this. I've been able to do that. And I don't give myself a break. And then it's like now I'm questioning my worth based on like productivity or based on some unrealistic goal that I've set for myself. So this superwoman syndrome, which can also be referred to as a strong black woman complex, obviously when referring to black women, is a form of self-sabotage. Like realistically, no one can do everything. 
And you just can't always be strong all the time. You can't always be a superwoman all the time. It's just not realistic. Remember, there would be times where like I literally needed to take a break. I literally needed just a cry or I literally needed not to have the facade that I am so strong and that I can handle anything just for five seconds. And I would not even allow myself to do that and you know now that I look back on it I'm like girl you were really tripping like what is good with you but it's like in that moment you're not thinking about it like that you're thinking about it like no people have certain expectations of me that I have to meet I have these certain expectations of myself because I was raised this way you know I know how to do this I can handle this I can take care of this I can handle everything and it's like that is so problematic and so detrimental to your mental health because now you're equating like your self-worth and how good you are at doing something or whatever the case is to the things you're able to do for others or the things you're able to handle, which is like the two are not even correlated. And that's why we have a lot of us women who are walking around, you know, not being able to ask for help, not being able to ask for a helping hand, not being able to allow ourselves a break that we deserve. And we're walking around depressed because we have too much going on. We have too much on our plate, but we want to play superhero and be strong all the time. And it's not our fault. It's like, you know, you know what you know, and you, you stick to what you know. But we can't be doing that because that's not okay and that's not healthy. And sometimes you have to take a break. You have to allow yourself breaks. You cannot be strong all the time. You cannot be a superwoman all the time. You just can't. So we know that this is an issue. What are we going to do to change this? So normally when I have like my podcast episodes, it's usually things that I've already experienced, but this is something that I'm currently experiencing. So the tips that I have for y'all are the tips that I need to apply to my own life, honestly. Truthfully, I'm always in superwoman mode, even when I know like I can't handle things. There's been times where like I literally am like, nah, there's no way I can do something or whatever the case is. And I will literally suffer and force myself to do it. But I'm all about right now in this phase of my life that I'm in protecting my peace, protecting my energy. And part of protecting my energy is not over exerting myself. So let's talk about how we're going to work on our superwoman syndrome. First things first, you do not have to keep the same narrative. Reprogram your mind. Like that's literally what I'm doing or I'm trying to do at least. Share the load. Ask people for help. Admit when you can't handle things. It's okay. It is okay. Don't kill yourself thinking you can do everything all the time because the truth is you can't. And I'm not telling y'all not to be productive and not to handle your stuff and not to do your thing. Do it, but just know your limit. Know when you're doing too much. Because, like, you're more effective anyway when you do things you can handle and do things one at a time instead of overdoing it and putting too much on your plate. So next, please disregard the, oh, if you didn't find a hustle during the pandemic, people, y'all get on my nerves. You are allowed to take a break. Give yourself a break. That's the next point. But also don't don't focus on those people. Oh, you didn't find a hustle, blah, blah. Like, please give yourself a break. Give yourself a break. It is 100% okay to give yourself a break. Like, let me tell you, when I was getting my master's, I was also working and in, in a research lab. And I would literally have mad things to do for lab, for school, for work. And I never gave myself a damn break. <laughs> like, literally, I would be running on like two hours of sleep, like bags big as hell under my eyes, trying to get work done because of this idea that I had to do and have everything done and I had to do it all. 
And that's just so unrealistic. Like, I probably would have been more effective if I just gave myself a break. If I just gave myself a couple hours to just relax and got back to what I had to do. Now, you will not catch me doing that. Like, my rule for myself, I'm still working on trying to actually implement it, is that I don't do work on Sundays. Like, Sundays is my day off for myself. But emphasis on trying, because I was definitely doing research last Sunday because I had a lot to do. But I'm really going to try and have one day where like I just do nothing like just nothing nothing no responsibility like if I want to lay on my ass all day I'm gonna allow myself to do that and you should too whatever your relaxation thing is do it like no assignment your job whatever it's not worth your sanity I promise you it's just not so if you have to stop if you have to take a break do it Next and very important, don't feel bad about putting yourself first. Again, again, you cannot always be the person that everybody goes to and the person that everybody asks to handle everything and the person that has to handle everything and has to take control of everything. And if you tend to be the person that has to be strong and handle everything all the time, you will have a problem with taking a step back. You will. Or you'll feel bad if you do, or you'll feel like you're not doing enough. But I am here to tell you, one superwoman to another, it is okay to put yourself first. You have to put yourself first. And I know you probably hear this all the time, but you literally have to take care of yourself. And don't feel bad. Like, you don't owe anybody, unless you have kids. That's the only person you owe something to is your kid, or if you have a pet or something. That's it. That's the only thing, living thing or person you owe something to. Other than that, you don't owe anybody anything. So take care of yourself and put yourself first. Seriously. So another way we're going to be working on this is by setting boundaries. And I think that setting boundaries falls into this because one of the things we tend to do is to overextend ourselves because we can quote unquote handle it. I do not care if you can handle it. It doesn't matter if you can handle it or if you can't. It doesn't matter. Don't be afraid to tell people no. Stop overextending yourself. You can't take on everything. You can't. I'm going to keep saying that. You just can't. Well, you can, but you'll be suffering. So there's no need to have yourself suffering. For what? For what? If you have to put your foot down, then do that. Then, you know, tell people this is a dub. You're a dub. Start telling people no. I promise you they will be okay. They will. And so will you. And you'll actually feel better. So let's start setting those boundaries and enforcing them. And I also have an episode on boundaries and I have some posts on the page about boundaries. So if you need help with that, go check those out. Next is practice self-care because, you know, that's always that's always a given. Practice self-care. Always, 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 always practice self-care. So for me personally, since Netflix broke my heart and took the office off, lately, I kid you not, my self-care has literally just been laying in bed and staring at my ceiling. Like, literally. Like, I kid you not. Literally. Like, because I've been so busy with work and my lab and just life, I just really take comfort in just laying there and not doing anything. Like, I live with my parents, so I'll tell them, please do not call my name. Don't text me. Don't interact with me. Just for like the next couple hours or so, I just don't want to do anything. Or talk to anyone. My phone will go on do not disturb, and I just chill in my own presence with myself, not doing a damn thing. And that has been my form of self-care. 
Why? Because I got to take care of myself and protect my peace. And sometimes just laying around with no responsibilities in the moment and not doing anything feels good to me. And that's my self-care. So find whatever is your self-care, whatever you do, however you take care of yourself and do it. Last but not least, remember, you don't have to be on top of everything. You do not have to handle everything. You do not have to juggle a bunch of things. You do not have to be Miss Productive Queen 25-8 to feel worthy. You don't have to do these things. You are worthy and enough and whole doing absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Now, I'm not telling you to neglect all your responsibilities. Of course not. But I am telling you, take some time out of your day to just do nothing or whatever your self-care is, whatever you want to do. Just do it. You are worthy. Whatever you do, you're still worthy no matter what. Okay? So that's all I have for y'all today. I hope you enjoyed listening to this and stay tuned for next week's episode. Gardenia blessings to each of you.